Somebody was in his cabin. Beauregard McDunphy lumbered around the side of the modest wood structure, his fur rippling in the wind, his big paws leaving tracks in the wet dirt. At one point not too long ago, he'd been bigger than any bear in the area, shifter or animal. Now he was merely normal size, yet he could still take a human trespasser without much effort. He lifted his snout, and the fur rose down his broad back. He was a loner, and he liked his privacy, so anybody who even remotely knew him understood to stay the hell out of his space. What was that smell? Irish roses, and something female. The scent of woman. He growled, the sound hollow. Who the hell was in his cabin? He stalked toward the front door, which remained open. Oh, he was going to scare this interloper. He sucked in air to snarl, rolling his neck so he could fully flash his canines. A woman came into view, turning around, skirt rustling. There you are. He paused and studied her. Thick black hair piled on her head, violet blue eyes, smooth features, delicate. Something stirred inside him, and he shook his head, trying to focus. Why wasn't she screaming? Most people freaked out when faced with a grizzly bear. Wait a minute. He knew her. Didn't he know her? She pressed her hands to her hips. Her green houndstooth designer suit looked like something out of the fifties. Somehow, it worked on her. Do you mind shifting back to human form? We need to talk. The brogue. Irish brogue. Pretty eyes. Small stature. Sparks of power all around her. It hit him then. A witch. There was a witch in his home. He growled again and set his bones to transforming into his human shape. The process took longer than it should have, considering he'd mainly been in bear form for nearly three months. Three useless months that hadn't changed a damn thing about his failing health. Pain lanced down his spine and through his arms. His bones broke and reformed, hurting much more than they should. The fur receded on his arms and then the rest of his body. Agony flared through his face, reshaping it, nearly making him black out. Finally, he straightened, his body elongating. He kept his expression stoic and tried to banish the ache. That looked painful, she whispered, her gaze soft on his face. It was. He responded before he could think. Then reality crashed back. Why is there a Coven Nine witch in my fucking cabin? His safe cabin in the Seattle wilderness, where witches and the Coven Nine couldn't get to him. What was her name? He couldn't place it. Everything was cloudy. Yet he remembered seeing her in Ireland at witch headquarters. She was a council member. When was that? Months ago. She hummed and looked around, her gaze high and a light pink dusting her cheekbones. He settled his stance. His human brain kicked back in. As a member of the Coven Nine, what are you doing here? She was on the ruling council of witches, and she should have security all around her. His back stiffened, and he turned to scan for threats. I'm alone, she said. That was impossible. Yet even with his senses returning, 
he couldn't find any other people near, much less any witches. Why? he barked. His voice was rough and hoarse from disuse. She blew out air, her pretty lips pursing. Her gaze rose nearly to the rough wooden ceiling. If she craned her neck up any more, she might fall backward. Bear frowned. What the hell? She cleared her throat. Do you, uh, do you mind? Her hand swept out, even the small movement graceful. Mind what? He snapped, glancing over his shoulder again. Trees and silence met his gaze. Thunder ripped above, and an angry autumn rain began to slap the ground. <laughs>